Wow. 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 It's the illusion. Reporting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. Core. The core. The core. The center of the engine. What's going on? Reese Fleming, Cat Free, Jane Black, Jackson. What up? What up? What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Saturday here in the dream. It's 1230. It's a fantastic day in uh, Southern California. It's that nice fall, fall air. Howdy. And... Um, Doing a little little uh, check-in for a little bit. I want to follow up on some stuff. And um, that beautiful blue sky day here. I'm going to go mountain biking or skateboarding. Okay, you, Jane Black, went for a bike ride today. Nice. Yeah, I'm about to... I'm either going to do that. I'm either going to go for a bike ride or jam into Venice and go skate. I don't, I don't know yet. Not, I'm not sure what I'm doing. But uh, either way... I'm going to go get after it. I went skating yesterday evening for a little bit. It was nice. But what I wanted to do is I kind of wanted to follow up on yesterday's video. So yesterday, I one of the, uh, the viewers, I forget who, had sent me a, a video of mine from eight years ago. And I'm going to upload it later today. And... Um, it's an eight-year-old video, dude, but it's, well, I was tripped out because it's, I'm super consistent. Like, I think that's sort of the neat part about it is I'm pretty consistent about where I'm coming from on a level. So I'm going to put that, and, and so if you're out there and you have any videos, so look, this is the thing, right? Like, my channel's got thousands of videos over the course of, almost 12 years. I don't even know what's in there. And, and so if you know a video that I should maybe re-release now that has some relevance, send me a link to it and um, I will re-upload it as a new, as a new video, a reissue, the, the reissue videos. So that's kind of, kind of for you. If you, if you like something and maybe we reissue it because, uh, you know, the way the algorithm works and the whole catalog of, of these videos I've been doing over the last decade, I don't know what's in there. Who does, who does, uh, should I, I, should I put, uh, I'll upload the first one. Yeah. And, um, anyway, send me the link to any videos you want that, that are so, so the point was, is I, I, I was talking about my journey with the sauce and where I'm coming from on the sauce for me personally. And I realized that I kind of left out a huge component of that journey, right? And I think that that's maybe where a lot of this confusion lies, right? And, and so it's this. It's this. So... As I became educated, so for those of you who are uh, smoking math, taking TVs apart, 
Send me the links, dude. I, I've already, I, it's too hard to keep track of via the, the chat. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny with those old videos is because like this that person told me like, hey, you should watch this video. You're pretty on, you're way ahead of the curve. And so I watched that and I was like, wow, I'd forgotten like, yeah, like this isn't anything that I didn't see coming. This isn't anything new that's going on here. In fact, that old video kind of helped me out a little bit in this thing of like, I wouldn't even be shocked about any of this. The dude who made that video eight years ago <laughs> wouldn't even be bummed about what's going on right now on a certain level. Interestingly enough. So I was yesterday I was talking about my journey, right? With with the sauce and, and my child and how I became informed because I'm not an anti person on any level. I'm I'm against the proliferation of money involving credible medical decisions, if, if that makes any sense. I'm, I'm against the, uh, the use of money, power, and influence to guide science in, in an unnatural way towards outcomes that serve the big corporations and the evildoers and all that. With that said, I forgot that like, yeah, I told you my journey of me with the sauce and, and deciding that we're not going to do sauce with, with, our household anymore and we're moving away from it as far as a mechanism for health right and and so when i had be like prior to owl being born you have to understand like i didn't really take personal health that seriously wasn't so i was sober I was trying to kick sugar and caffeine and at these things at various times, but I didn't actually, I didn't actually put that much thought into it, right? So when, when we realized we were having a child, right? Like, and maybe this is an elevated perception of it. Like, I realized that a soul was coming here from God. And again, this isn't a, a religious channel. This is a spiritual channel. So I realized that a soul was coming in from God. It had gotten past the birth because my wife was on birth control and all that stuff. So we weren't planning on having Owl. Like he showed up and he was like, you're my, you're my, my people. So when we got that thing, like we began to approach it in a very natural way and and you know my wife it was her second child so she was already super hip about the food she eats and in fact she was way ahead of the curve with me with all that stuff because she had already lived that kind of like lifestyle and so when Al was in in utero in his original beginning from the the, the spark he was nourished with a healthy diet right he was my wife nourished Al with a healthy diet to make sure that he was super abundant in, in the uterus, right? And so in the womb, in the womb. And with that, with that thing is, you know, making sure all of her, everything was, was ship shape, right? So when we had owl like and I'd gone through this journey of of the sauce so you know I was fully versed on what was going on I didn't I was I don't 
the money aspect of it and fought the big government and all this stuff. And so I, when we made our decision about how we were going to approach it once he was born, we were very clear about how we were going to approach it. With that said, this is the part I left out. When we made the decision not to join Big Pharma, right, and, and Big Pharma's schedule of sauce and, 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 and their type of deal, you, like I told you, SB 277 was passing through the California legislature, became a law which said that in order to send your children to school, there's not going to be any exemptions for health and medical, except unless you get some rare doctor's note, right? So that started me on this journey of exploring and finding out who these people were and how much money was involved and just the inf- the undue influence of big pharma in local decision. Because again, I want to illustrate at up to that point, it didn't affect me. And I think that's where a lot of people are coming from on this thing. Until you have to like to make a decision about the child you're bringing in onto Spaceship Earth or is choosing to use you as a conduit to get here, you want to make sure your child is as robustly healthy to facilitate the work that they came here to do, spiritually speaking, right? Now, some people can just keep eating ho-hos, ding-dong, smoking cigarettes, and doing whatever they want, and the product they, they produce may be jeopardized, right? Well, we didn't go that route. We didn't go that route at all. And, um, and so, like I was talking about, like we, we be, Owl's life of healthy living began the minute we realized we had a child. And the minute my wife realized she had a child inside of her, we began healthy living, right? More so her than me, because it took me a minute to catch up. And so this goes to the divine spark thing because we were intuitively aware of the divine spark and the whole thing that he was fully alive and functioning inside of the womb before he ever came out, right? And so everything that, that the body takes in goes into the, the, the womb to nourish the child, right? So my wife was already making super healthy decisions and all of that kind of stuff. And, and so... We at that time was one of the decisions because we weren't going to go the big pharma route. We weren't going to do baby formulas and all this kind of weird stuff. We were going to do it as not as as true to form as possible, which is as breastfeeding and and no televisions in the house. I'm going to get to all this. So so one of the things that we made a decision to do while she was pregnant was like, she was going to be stay at home and nurse him off of breast milk till there till he was done and and it's a pretty natural process but what people don't understand why that's so important is is that the human the interaction of the two bodies does this incredible natural immunity and 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 again one of the things that 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 is affecting these decisions is you so I'm watching a lot of like parents like flip out about like these like the mandates in the schools and stuff, but they're like, well, my one parent is the other parent isn't on board with me. And so they're forcing me to put my child and so I can't homeschool them. 
And I go, the fundamental issue affecting all of this is family, is, is family. And you know on this channel, like I've been very open with it, we went through it and, and rallied together as, as a husband and wife through all the, the problems that you would have to provide a stable family so that we could make these stable decisions to bring our offspring into his own spiritual journey with as little imp impediments as possible, right? So one of those things was big pharma. So with that said, where I'm a little bit weir weird about this thing is, is my decision isn't based upon, I'm just not doing this and there's no responsibility on me. I'm about like, if I'm choosing not to take this route, it falls on me, right? So it's up to me to keep myself in tune. Like I would think even right now, like, ah, I had a bunch of sugar last night, fail. And um, so I don't get to just turn my back on the system and just be like, well, okay then. Because that's their argument they're making. Like, well, you don't, I don't want your stuff. I don't want your stuff for my child. I don't want your stuff for me. But with that comes a responsibility. There's no point in moving away from the pharmaceutical industry as, as a healthcare provider with the medical industry if you're gonna have a television on your wall. There's no point moving away from them as an entity if you're going to keep going to McDonald's and eating processed food from fast, if you're gonna keep eating fast food. There's no point denying their healthcare apparatus if you're going to keep slugging Mountain Dew and sucking down 12 packs of cheap beer and, and drinking whiskey and getting freaky at the club. You might as well sauce up. You, like, like that. I think that's where I, I wanted to clarify a little bit. Like, if you're not going to join the sauce, and again, I'm about the mandate. I don't care about the sauce. But I wanted to, I was talking about my journey, how I got so in this space with it. And it didn't come with, I'm not, and it's, no, it came with like, if I'm not going to do this one thing, which is, is use the pharmaceutical industry to take care of my child's health, it's up to me to do all these other extracurricular activities in light of that. So there was, there's no point of not doing that and following the schedule if you're going to have a television in your house, right? So, so Owl, so... Owl's growing up, he's never had a, there's never been a television in our house. It's not even a trip for him. He's like a book kid and he gets annoyed when, when, I, when we look at our phones and stuff, right? One of the other aspects is if you're not going to have a television in your house, you better re be ready to be a, a hands-on parent, right? You better be ready to like participate in your child's life, like full bore, because you don't get to babysit with these devices, Right? And also, like, if you're not going to play the pharmaceutical game, you better be ready to feed your child healthy food. And you better be ready in the state of California. You better be ready to homeschool, right? So when, when he was born, I was already like, okay, eventually I'm probably going to have to homeschool him the way it's all going. I don't like the system anyhow, so I'm all good with that. So I began making those decisions pretty early on. My wife wasn't the same way about homeschooling as I was. She was like, nah, I don't think so. So 
when we make these decisions, it comes with other decisions that we have to follow through on to make that first decision worthwhile. There's no point turning your back on the system yet still operating in the system like full bore. And I get we're all in the system. I'm not talking about that weird, the hypocrisy approach. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, if you're going to push back on the one thing and not participate in it, it comes with a set of other things you need to do to not participate in that. And especially, I'm talking strictly talking about children, adults, whatever, dude. So, so one of those things, we weren't going to participate from Jump Street in their pharmaceutical control of our child, which meant that we made the decision to be my wife to stay at home for the first two years and breastfeed. Because if you're not going to follow the schedule and, and stick needles in your child, that means that it's on you. You can't feed them formula and put them in front of a television. Isn't it ironic that all the stuff's finally coming out about the formulas and all the, the formulas that they've, that are full of poisons and toxins and, and all of that stuff. Cause I went in the bunny hole on that stuff too, is I went to find the most organic, I room just in a backup emergency situation. Cause it wasn't that easy for my wife, my wife couldn't pump. Right. So it, it wasn't like she could store it in the fridge or any of that stuff. And, and so I went and looked into just for emergency reasons like oh formulas right and you you cannot find even the most organic one still has like freaky stuff in it so okay our child not once did we ever resort to processed baby food ever on any level dude never in some we made all our own boiling the vegetables and mashing them up and like that comes with it so if you're not, if you're going to turn your back on the pharmaceutical industry with your child and begin the schedule, well, like you got to make these other decisions. Yeah, that means like the mom needs to stay home. So you got to step up as a warrior dad, right? And you have to be on the same page about all this thing. Again, why family, it starts with the, the, the deal of the husband and the father. I mean, the mother and the, the father coming together as a union and being like, this is going to be difficult because we're totally modern people and like we're kind of kind of got doing a little bit of retro reverse technology right and and I'll tell you that that I will tell you that yeah dude that's why I grow strawberries like my one real thing that I'm about is really what got the garden going speaking of the garden right so because I wanted to make sure that my son didn't get unprocessed food because we were doing our own. I started my garden. So if I look at it from the thing, like, so here we are in 2021. When Al was born is when I really woke up and was like, okay, I have to live a different lifestyle if I want to not participate in big pharma health, right? For my child. Cause it's not, it's on me. If I'm choosing not to take their hand, their handout health, I have to take my God given responsibility to ensure these realities, right? Which meant that I started a garden. And the main reason I started a garden was the strawberries. Because I was like, when you look into strawberries, it doesn't matter if you get organic strawberries. Like, if you don't grow your own strawberries, they're su- because it gets into the, where the little seeds are and the whole thing. So, so I started with strawberries and then the carrots and the whole thing to, to provide 
as clean nourishment as possible for myself. You have to understand at that time, I'm still not about me yet. I, I still haven't figured out me yet. I'm sitting with Owl. He's got to be three months old. Boiling him some some organic vegetables to steam. I'm steaming them. I try. Don't boil them. You lose the nutrients. You got to steam them. But I'm uh, crows have been going crazy here for the last 24 hours. I wonder if there's an earthquake coming. I'm going to put that out there right now. The crows have been going psychotic since about six o'clock last night. They have not stopped except when it got dark. It's been nonstop crows. I'm putting it out there. Earthquake, 48 hours from now. Just saying, I don't know. When the dogs start barking, you'll know for sure. But, but, um, but. Yeah, for sure, but, dude. You know what kind of Halloween it can be? It's not going to be about the surfer or anything. How about it can just be like a play weekend, okay? A harvest, like, yes. a harvest festival stuff. We don't yeah. do Halloween. No, because it's about the serpent. We don't do that. No, we don't participate so in the So it's just going to be like a play weekend. Yeah. We can just like plan like this and have fun. Yeah, well, we're doing that thing at the church. Don't forget, so. Oh. The harvest festival at the church. Anyway, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do it. And um, so again, is is these things take some responsibility. So when we made the decision we were going to raise our child way before he was born, we knew that we were going to have to sacrifice self for the his betterment, right? And. And I think that's where the rub in the road is, is people want it both ways. People want to walk away from the pharmaceutical industry and still sit in front of a television and drink Mountain Dew. It doesn't work that way. If you're going to walk away from them, which I highly advise, you must empower yourself. to. And it's it's a learning process as you go. I think that's where, like, again, talking a little bit about the uh, we're, like, a little bit self-righteous thing. It's like, no, you're talking to a dude who's been stumbling on this thing for, how old's Al? almost six and a half. So seven plus years, he's not six and a half, right? He's seven and a quarter. I, he's actually seven if I follow the clock, the magic spark clock. So for seven years, I've been figuring out and learning as I go how to make sure my son has a boosted immune system so that he can have a fully active decalcified pineal gland so that he can be a full tuning fork for God. That's why we don't watch television. That's why we try to read books. Homeschooling is just a fallout from that whole thing. And, and yeah, they're up on the, uh, they're up above the, uh, up on the cabinet in the small box. So if you go to the cabinet, the, the, you know the cabinet where I keep the, 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 the screw guns and stuff by the pencil sharpener? It's up on the, but it's the small one. It's not the big one. Okay. And um, so, so it's, 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 I'm getting cooked over here. Let me move over. So, how's that? So, so I'm sitting there at, I don't know, almost three months. I'm sitting there making him his mashed food and whatever. And uh, I'm looking at him eating this food. And I'm like, 
I'm f- and I'm dedicated to this. Like, I'm not going to feed my child poison, dude. And uh, I was sitting there feeding him this food, watching him eat, and I go, why am I eating poison? Oh, yeah, I got, yes, Craig, I did. I got him the, the three-pack of the, uh, of the, uh, of the Marvel robot ones, dude. Yeah, I did, I did actually, Craig. Thank you. Yes. He just doesn't know yet. And so I was looking at him. I'm like, why would, why would I feed him healthy organic food and not do the same for myself? And that's pretty much when I had my big, like, I went kind of off the deep end with it when I really woke up. Because I was, so if you, I'm going to upload this video later today from eight years ago. I'm super aware of it, but I don't get the practicality of it in the, the spacesuit aspect, right? I know it intellectually, but I don't know it practically. So I, I'm looking at Alan. I'm like, whoa, dude, like, why am I doing all this if I'm not going to do it for myself? And that begins my journey. That's when I get the the whole water thing. Jeanette, thanks for discussing this topic with our baby doing four or so weeks. We've been having our convos and doing research to raise our... Dude, actually, Jeanette, email me and we'll, I'll have a, we'll have to do a full phone call. Like, for real, dude, on this. Because I, I keep it sort of vague. But, like, yeah. So... I'm sitting there with Al and this, and I'm do, I do this transition and I go, okay, bah. And I, and I jump off that. That's when I get the water purifier. I got the filters. That's, that's right around when I bump into my first flatty. And, uh, cause I was doing that deal with the water purification thing for a minute, dude, but those guys were crazy cause they're flatties. But, uh, so I get all involved in this thing, and that's when I begin to that's when I begin to research like that the, the uh, mineral deficiencies and how we're not getting enough nutrients because the soil's dead. I jump into this thing which I knew peripherally. I just knew big agrigus sucked. I wasn't down for it. I was a glyphosate guy, like anti glyphosate, but I didn't really understand the depth of what is going on, right? And I still, like, I would say I'm just the tip of the iceberg. I talk about it in this video, by the way, where I'm coming from. And I do a better job now than, than, than I do now. But so stay on track with Owl. And so, so when he was in that space of being this, this, my most precious reality, my little, my little guy, I had to realize that this was bigger than me. So when I made those decisions, there wasn't like some like, I'm just not doing this because I'm not doing it because I'm part of a cult. No, 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 no. I want to be very clear. We did what we did and took on the responsibility of figuring out all the, like as much peripheral aspects as possible on the thing and go, okay, if we're not going to do it, it's not a knee jerk. I'm a, dude, like I keep saying, I went to school for chemistry. I'm not an anti-science guy. In fact, my big hope is that the science stops being manipulated by the big corporations and we can get something done here, but <laughs> that's a tall order, ain't it? Hoo! And, um, 
You weren't forced to do anything, dude, Kush M23. That, that's a cop-out. You cracked. That's fine. At least be honest with yourself, dude. You weren't forced to do anything. No one held you to the ground, dude. You, vol- you went and did it. You, were, you bought into the coercion, dude. Okay, bye. All right, right on, Craig. I, I don't, no one's forced to do anything, dude. No one's ever been forced to do anything. Spiritually speaking, dude. I got it, man. Yeah. I'm in Canada, 20 years old, dude. Yeah, you should have resisted, man. Got to be willing to make some sacrifices. Again, this is what I'm talking about. Got to be willing to make some sacrifices. So our first, I guess that's why I'm a little bit hardened about this whole thing and a little bit, I guess, self-righteous about it is this isn't a new thing. We made this decision seven years ago that we were not going to fall victim to big pharma. And, and we've moved in that direction every step of the way and taken it. Dude, it, you think it's easy to like be like, all right, we're going to do the single parent thing. Uh, dude, you've seen all the videos. Anyway, so, so we're in this thing. And so here we are, 2021. And, and it's like, this isn't something that I'm just not thinking about. I've already thought about it, like in depthly, like, years ago, <laughs> like years ago. And, and, and what I'm saying is like, so those that, that are coming on, like they're the pe- parents that are screaming about, like, I can't homeschool my children because my, my husband's a douchebag or my wife's a doucher or whatever. Like, yeah, that's why you're supposed to take marriage seriously. Like, I'll just say this to anyone who's out there thinking about having a children or, or wants to have children. If you don't have a solid family that like coupling that can take on the brutality of this life down here of two human beings walking through the darkness of life, looking for the sunlight of the spirit, like you probably should kind of refrain from bringing another being into this world because it's not about you. It's about them. And so when that was the imp- because we had made this decision before Al was born. When everything fell apart in the end of 2018, that's part of how why we worked so hard to save our family. If it had just been me and my like wife and and no children involved, we probably would have gone our own separate ways. But the fact is that that we had committed to bringing up our child in the healthiest way possible with the most love and respect possible, which meant that like when it came to, we were gonna have to rise to the occasion. And it wasn't easy, but again, that decision to work through that painful period of our life was based upon the decision we had made while Al was in the womb to, to, to take care of this being so that when that moment showed up, which it has showed up, that I don't have to sit there and go, so he doesn't fall victim to, to two people that are on the opposite sides of the page. And, and that's where, again, is I've been, how long have I been saying on this channel, the revolution begins at the, at the dinner table, right? What, what, since I, dude, you know, it's funny, I'm talking about it right now. I've been saying the revolution begins at, the dinner table since that moment I sat there with Al and realized why am I feeding myself poison food? 
You get what I'm saying? And, and, and because it does, it all, that's where it all starts. It all starts with the food you eat and who you eat it with, dude. And if you're willing to sacrifice short, long-term benefits for short-term problems, we're doomed, right? And, and again, as I, I'm, I'm coming not from a place of perspective of a dude in judgment. I'm talking from a, from a perspective of a dude who's been through it. The dude who's been through... Uh, it's, it's, my son's cooking me. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to move all this. As a dude who's been through it, right? And, and as a dude who's been through it, there's no easy path. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like, where, where the narrative is being pushed is the people that do not choose to sauce their noodle, it's out of some sort of political thing. So when, for example, if, I don't know if you caught, like the sheriff of Los Angeles County said he's not going to require his deputies to sauce because it's too political. I'm not making a political decision. Like I, like, I will be super clear on this for, for, to crystallize it. My resistance to big pharma has nothing to do with politics. At zero. Like zero. My resistance to the mandate has nothing to do with politics. Zero. Why I do what I do is because I've informed myself and made a decision. I have other dads that made the different decision based upon their information. And I respect that. I'm not here because of politics on, about this at all. Like, that's when we talk about the orange man. You want to talk about politics. It's, it's bizarre. So when you hear these NBA players, when you hear these sheriffs, they're, it's, it's, a, it's a false, it's a trap. Because what they're trying to do, and let me explain this spell that they're trying to cast on everybody. They're trying to get you into the exemption club. Be like, eh, I'm going to get my exemption. Everyone's fighting for the exemption. The firefighters, the sheriffs, the, these kids that just won their case out there in Michigan or Ohio or wherever. They're, everyone's fighting for religious exemption. It's a trap. It's a trap because what they're trying to get you to do is show a piece of paper. I am not even complying with that level of it all. I'm not going to show any, I'm not using religious exemptions either. I don't acknowledge mandates on this planet. I work for God. God is my, is, is who I report to. These inalienable rights were granted to me not to reaffirm my God-given rights. Do you get it? Like, I'm not showing a piece of paper. So when everyone's bitching and moaning about like, oh, we got to get the, get the exemptions. Oh, good. We're going to get exemptions. It's a trick because if you get the exemptions, you're validating the mandate. And, and, and that's the trick that's going on here. It's no mandates. Zero. It's about, it's not about whether you're for it or against it. The, the health issue is, is moot on this. This has to do with, with freedom to worship how you want to worship because because what they're doing is they're tricking you into this to get the churches involved right so like listen to this first right separation of church and state exemptions are you getting the church and state combined 
dude, the state has no right or constitutional power to say any, I don't have to declare my religious preference to do anything in this realm that I live in called the United States of America. That's the separation of church and state. So if you're showing a, a religious exemption to the state in order to operate in your job, school, or whatever, you are combining the church and the state, dude. Do, do, you, do we get it? Like, we got to fight back on the exemption thing, too. And, and because I see people are like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, no, this has nothing to do with, with the, the sauce. On a, this is about your right to be in grace with God. And if you want to be with God and, and, and sauce up, like, good for you. You shouldn't have to show any paperwork one way or the other to go about your life as a free being making your decisions, dude. I don't know, dude. Yeah, top feed handle that one. I don't know about that, dude. And um, so, so what I'm getting at is this thing is like I've made my decisions based upon my responsibility and doing my research on the science, if you will. Scientifically speaking, the most powerful thing you can do to ensure the well-being of a newly born child is to have the mother stick him to the breast and him sustain himself on breast milk from a healthy body. I mean, like, like if you're a crackhead, dude, like, well, what, what, you know, that's the whole thing. You have to be a healthy mom first, but you also have to be a healthy husband to make a healthy mom. Like, do people get that this thing isn't one person against the world? This is like about one person joining with God, right? The Right? So it's not, you're not alone. You're with God. And then you take your God and you join with another person with God. Boom. You two make a deal to roll. And then you have a child. And all three of you were all, all four of you are working with God. Right? And so we're all, the whole thing is about the localized system of a family. Right? And again, what they're trying to do is get you out there. And again, that's why this video I've made eight years ago kind of hit a nerve with me because this isn't, I just kind of lost, got lost in it, dude. If, if I watched that video I made eight years ago, dude, this, this doesn't bother me because this, I already saw this coming and was ready for it. But again, I came off the mountain and joined. Yeah, yeah, Ian Hunter. So, so again, it's, it's be, everyone be very wary of the exemption hustle because the exemption hustle validates the mandate. Just so you know, dude, the exemption hustle validates the mandate. We need to de again. That's that's what it is. You you know what your exemption is? Kick rocks, baby. That's that's my religion. Kick rocks, dude. Not you. My religion's not you; it's God. <laughs> so, so again, is we all got to be very careful because I didn't, I didn't choose to bring my child and raise him a certain way because I was looking to 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 get an exemption, dude. Or, or I chose not to have to do the exemptions and be like, okay, it's gonna fall on me. I'm going to. So when, 
so let me t- hit you with this. So when when my wife was never that settled on the homeschooling thing, because you remember like we kind of failed with the. Uh... All right. Deleted. Hey, top feed, just delete, delete that person, dude. And um. So so when when this so when the lockdown happened and the schools got crazy my wife's like no questions asked dude like homeschool and and it's funny cuz I'm on the flip side of it like ah dude this is sort of I feel like I told you I'm like it's a little gnarly on the social aspect of it all so so what I'm getting at is these decisions that people are making and and I'm mainly speaking to those who have sauced, who think that people that aren't saucing are doing it without taking responsibility for themselves. No, if you don't want to accept the sacrament of the system, which is the sauce, then it behooves you to kind of take, like, boost yourself and take care of yourself. And I I think that that because you're talking to a dude who's, I'm not going to a hospital unless, like, I'm broke off, dude. And then I need some like bolts and stitches and stuff, dude. Otherwise, dude, they got nothing I want anyhow. I remember, dude, I like I find my wife fully convinced me to go get a physical like uh, five years ago. She's like, you got to get a physical, dude. I'm like, no, I don't do doctors. She's like, dude, just go see Dr. H. And I'm like, whatever. And he's like, oh, your cholesterol level is a little high. And I go, yeah. And he's and I go, dude, if you stay the word statins to me, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to like statin you, dude. And he's like, well, uh, and I go, yeah, exactly, dude. That ain't the problem, buddy. You know, because people don't want like, go dude, dig into, dig in, dig into the, uh, the, the big pharma hustle and the medical industry hustle with chemotherapy and, and get, get to that and get to that. There's a, there's a letter on the alphabet, which, which on high doses intravenously, like, fully does wonders bro like everything that the human body is suffering is is big medicine fails at dude it's 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 uh it's a scam but i knew this long before we got here in 2020 like i I, again is is tell me i'm an unhealthy yeah well you gotta understand like look I come from the I I I lived by the uh, the Totino's rule for a long time, dude. So I when I used to be loaded in a drunk and the whole thing, even early sobriety, like my whole thing was about processed food. Like I was a full one hundred percent committed to processed food, and my whole theory was that like don't be a fence sitter. Like it will. So my this was my base. I've talked about this before on this channel, but. My whole theory used to be that that processed food, the preservatives would actually like preserve my body in a weird way. And I was like, I shunned. I was anti-organic, just like I was anti-sobriety. I used to be like that, dude. I every look, everything I'm doing now, pre-sobriety me would be like, you're a kook, dude. You're a sellout, dude. Look at you. Look at you, dude. Fight the man, dude. Have a drink with me. So, I I had a little, I over sugared last night too, dude. 
Hiroshima Nagasaki was totally sponsored by Hostess. Indeed, dude. Susie Q's all day long. So, so I had this theory that like I would, the more don't eat anything that doesn't have preservatives in it. I used to eat those Tijuana Mamas. Those were my thing, dude. Like if you saw my diet pre-sobriety, it was literally, I don't think I drank water. It was beer, Totino's pizza with an extra layer of pepperoni, Oreo cookies, double stuffed, then doubled, and then to Tijuana Mamas, more beer, and like all, sodas and all that garbage, dude. All of it, dude. And then I got sober and I, you know, one thing at a time. And then I was sitting with Al and I was like, whoa, dude, like full time to fully commit one way or the other, dude. So what I'm getting at is this. Like I may come off as a certain way, but that didn't come come with like a decade's worth of thinking about this. I made my decision long before 2020 about this stuff. Long before. How crazy are the crows back there? They just won't stop. They were over these trees over here earlier. So, so when all this showed up this year, the end, like you know, six months ago, for real, like I made my decision in 2015 if you will and and again i'm not an antire i just i just realized that 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 the health providers are not on our side dude they're not we've seen them these people are not looking to take care of us anymore they're looking to make sure they're their Mercedes has a place to park and bravo to to the ones that are walking i i'm all for it dude cuz we don't need the system anymore. We are the system. Yeah, just, there's no... Dude, why Why is this... Hey, man, why are you, like, trolling our channel, dude? Don't appreciate it. So, anyway, I just wanted to... Dude, you're not allowed to... Uh, Dude, don't, I want to be super clear. Don't ever slander Nikola Tesla's name in reference to a vehicle here, dude. I'm going to put you on a timeout. Oh, don't ever do that, dude. And top feed, you can have, I have zero, you know, I have zero tolerance for using Nikola Tesla's name and slandering it with Elon Musk's extraction based vehicle. I want to get into that. So that's where I'm at with, uh, I I thought I would share that, that it wasn't some arbitrary decision that I I came to and was like, I'm just not doing this because I'm part of a cult. I don't care what the cult, I'm not an antire. Like, I think that's the one thing that, uh, one thing that, uh, oh yeah. Eight double stuff, dude. Try, try talking about the whole thing in a sitting, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Elon's a fraud. I, I've been right about that one, haven't I? I'll give you that much. So we're... we're um, do I think dairy's... Uh, you know, it ain't my cup of tea. I think the unpasteurized is probably the, the, the natural... 
It's probably the way to go. If I had my own cow, I'd be way more into it, dude. But if you're getting like dairy out of the supermarket, that's gnarly, dude. It even makes me vomit thinking it like want to vomit thinking about it right now. But you know, I eat cheese and all that stuff, dude. Yeah, get sober, dude. It's doable, man. It's totally do it. Um, um, yeah. I think it was a bag of Doritos and a pack of smoky treats. The roosters are living where on a farm. They were too gnarly here. I, I'm fully down to be judged. I judge. I see my that's my weird thing. I don't have a problem with that. Like we all judge. Anyone who thinks they don't, it's like people who say they're not a hypocrite. We're all hypocrites. It's like people that saying that like they're not racist. We're all racist, dude. It's just these they were it's like people saying that we're not that they're not a liar. No, we're all liars, dude. We are all these things. It's it, it's what we do with it if we don't have the ability to self-reflect, right? And so yeah, I judge people constantly dude what do i do with it is is the question do i do i dig into it or do i go yeah it's sort of a backwards way of thinking about like life like because at the end of the thing like that's why i don't subscribe to a lot of where you're not going to get me to to join a lot of these weird cults is because like i don't have big judgments about certain things Craig, you should probably turn yourself in. You got to do it. You got to do a medical detox if your alcohol is that gnarly, dude. You could die. Be careful. Seek professional help, brother. And there is a solution. All you got to do is get through the first phase of it all in a medical setting. And then you can, yeah, Mushu's killing it. And, um, and then you're good. Then it's just uh, fellowship stuff after that, dude. Yeah, I, I'm right there, crazy guy, Fortnite. I, I'm stoked about I The more I think about this, the more grateful. I, that's what was cool about watching this video from 2008. Because the dude in 2008 wouldn't even be tripping about what was going on. I'm going to upload it after this, dude. Like, the dude for, this dude from 2008 would have just been like... Pfft. It wouldn't have really even affected it. Because I was, I was already highly aware of what these people would do. All right, dude. I don't, I don't know what you're about, dude. Mike's killing it. Mike's killing something or sleeping somewhere. All animals are, are happy, joyous, and, and free, dude. Keep trying daily, dude. Yeah, but it's it's again as it's not about the seeing it's coming. It's it's about it's about now that it's here. That's what I think would trip me out about watching the video from two thousand eight. It was here 
eight years ago. This thing that that's experienced, it just it just was below the surface. I think that that's where a lot of I think that that's where like it actually tamped me down a little bit. Where I was like, oh, Anthony Patch went underground, dude. Yeah, you got to go to anthonypatch.com and subscribe. I think he was getting super heavily, like, terrorized. So he's gone underground, but you can get, you can do a subscribe to his thing. And there's a process, like, they vet you now to get to his videos. But good for them, dude. I get it, dude. Do you think, yeah, dude, it's about, um, Cater's not, it's about forgiveness, dude. And I've been through all that. It's about forgiveness, dude. Because if, if the look, there's the, on, on the whole thing with this, someone cheated on me. Can you work through it? Well, there's there's two things. First of all, did you pick a did you pick a lemon? And that's on you. Like the first thing you got to do is it's not about them. It's about you. Like they they didn't. They, they that's where everyone gets it. Everyone wants to be. It's why did they cheated on me? It's about them. No, it's about you. You you pick someone that cheated on you, dude. And, and, or you had someone who wasn't going to cheat on you and you enabled them to do that because they didn't feel fulfilled. So, so again, the first person you got to do the introspective look on is yourself and be like, well, why did that person do that to me? And then you, then you either go, I picked a loser and that's on me, or I wasn't fulfilling my role for my person and that's on me. So nobody gets cheated on. It's not the cheater. It's it, it. Do you have to look in your side of yourself first? If that makes any sense, dude. It, it really comes down to everything's in us. It's all we got. Always turn the turn the mirror inside and be like, all right, what is it about me that set myself up? And and once you do that, you'll you can. There's only two ways. Either you can forgive them. Well, either way, you should forgive them. But it's it's the thing of like you either it's either worth working on or it's not. Either you set them free and yourself free and you move on, or you work through it and and realize the true joy. But either way, it's a gift if you see it the right way. Yeah, it's a symptom of the relationship exactly. And and look, man, I always tell the story of. So I'll tell this story. So I was like in, there was, I was early, early sobriety, right? Doing the AA daily and doing the whole thing. And It's not about whatever you have to tell yourself. See, again, is is Mr. Griffin, dude. You're either you're either new to this channel or cuz that's a super unspiritually fit way to perceive reality, dude, cuz nothing's happening to you. It's all your participant. There's no, there's no victims here. That's a very victim conscious way to perceive it, dude. So I I I gather you gather you're new around here, so we don't we don't do victim here. We're not we're not victims. Nobody's a victim. Um 
Yeah, but within a relationship, if you do something from the time of love to... Again, is is it's a two way street. Nobody's a victim here, man. Like again, it's I think that's where 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 it's uh yeah, but that's what for that's again. That's what forgiveness is about. Dude, dude forgiveness isn't some word. You, uh, like, okay, that's what I'm getting, Cater. It's not either. Fi- you got to figure out which path it is. But forgiveness is the key to the whole thing, dude. Forgiveness is the key to the whole matrix. Like, it's the, it's the Rosetta Stone for all of this. Like, it's all about rising to the occasion and forgiving. Even if there's not no healing the relationship, it is about setting everyone free. And what you'll discover, and I discovered this the, on the path, is, is that in order to truly forgive, you have to accept your role in everything, dude. Because the person you're truly forgiving is yourself, and that's why you're forgiving them. There but for the grace of God go I, right? Do unto others as you would hope to have them do unto you. Why are those things so important, right? Because because the, the atonement you wish, the forgiveness you wish to receive is the forgiveness you must give. The atonement you wish to receive is the atonement you must give. The salvation you hope to receive that you have, if you choose to accept it, you must give back. You can't accept the forgiveness of God and then walk around with a hard heart. Like that's, that's what's going on here. If you, again, this is a spiritual thing. So on the terrestrial level, you just go kick rocks and move on to the next dude with a different, the same dude with a different face or the same girl with a different face. It will keep repeating until you figure out the riddle, dude. Like that's, I guess that's really what I'm getting at on a level. Uh, Okay. Establish 007. I get what you're doing now. Took me. I, that's where I, I'm glad I just like rolled with that. Yeah, dude, Craig, dude, get a hold of Establish 007, dude. They told you their email. I get it now. I'm fully, I'm glad I, I was, I thought that was me. You were like, I was like, I'm so baffled. <laughs> so again, is, is, is all, there's no victims here, man. They're really, when you get to it, it's all about going to God. The minute you go to God and you lose your victim status, like Craig, Craig Duncan, dude, if I'm following, following, it's the email is, is their name at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Craig, just add it, just add that their thing and then add an at gmail.com. <laughs> now everybody knows. Well, yeah, that's that's what's going on, my brother. Like you've got all you gotta do is add an at gmail.com. Yeah, okay. Right on. I get it. I get it, man. This this thing's tricky, dude. We're good for you for reaching out, man. Cause uh there's we need you. We need everybody right now. And uh it's it's uh it's it's this is this is uh this is the re- that's what this is really about, dude. Let me flip the record. All right. Oh, we're back. 
So, um, yeah, let's uh, Craig, dude. May you may you find peace on this journey, dude. It's a gnarly journey. You signed up, but you're a warrior, dude. I know this. You wouldn't you wouldn't have gotten yourself in this position if you weren't ready to get yourself out of this position. That, that again is is maybe it's it's that thing that where I come from a little bit. Taking lots of screenshots. There you go. Is is we put ourselves in these predicaments of life to find salvation, right? Like we're here all because like freedom's at right here. It's right here. It's here. We're already free. It's just the bondage of the spacesuit and our attachment to it and its trinkets and the thing that that causes us fear. It, I, I like I look. That's why I speak to it of it all the time, man. Like I don't. I'm not immune to it. Like I like. This is a terrorizing time, dude. Like, if you're not terrorized by what's going on, then you know what are you what are you gonna do, dude? It that's that's the first part of healing is at least admitting it and then going okay, because the because the because the blank faces out there, I don't think they have any idea what they're signing up for, dude. I was a cowgirl ranch and employment office has jobs like that. Yeah, there's no shortage of there's no shortage of jobs, dude. I believe in God, but I don't believe that we have a self. Fair enough, dude. Ah, dude, Craig, dude, we're all here for you. Dude, there's a gnarly there's dude, there's a bunch of us that are over in the UK, if that's a, I can only tell by your monetary, the pounds. If you're over in the UK, there is a whole tribe of us that are sober. Like I've done, I've gone, I've zoomed in on their meetings and stuff, dude. Like, like I think that you might be getting reached out by one of those. And then once you get there, it all sort of links, links together, dude. So dude, yeah, Craig did email the, uh, email that, that, person in the chat I won't blow them up but um there's a lot of good sobriety in the UK man a lot of good sobriety over there cuz it's it's you're on an island dude <laughs> yeah, you got it's the island we're all on an island aren't we dude um yeah cowboy creed yeah I did get it from an estate sale. Yeah, I have the business card for the the dude whose head it used to fit under. Yeah, this this I saw this in the closet, and I was like, that hat's gonna fit my head, dude. I saw it from like the minute I turned the corner. I was like, that's mine. I'm stoked. I wear it. I, I I'm stoked to honor the marine that, that used to wear this, dude. A marine used to wear it. What's his his initials are right here, G R H. Yeah, it's got a good vibe, dude. I, I like it. Like I like it. That's my like my 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 lid, dude. You should come to Austin. Fly me out there. I'll come to Austin, Texas. <laughs> the hard, that's like your the soy capital of Texas, though, dude. They don't want me. <laughs> so it was easy to quit all that. No, it's gnarly, dude. Look, look, Catter's not. Kate, 
or is not? It's, um, it's not, but it is. Once you've made a decision, everything's easy. Like I said, to go back to where this, this, this whole thing started, I made a decision about how I was going to bring up my child without Big Pharma before he was born. And when I made that decision, everything else fell into place. It's, it's the, where, where, you, where life screws you is fence sitting, is not making a decision. It's sitting with, with on the fence being like, I, I don't know what to do. And God's like, just make a decision already, dude. And so all my family's in Austin. I'm in Minnesota, Minnesota. Getting sober and starting skating again after seven years. And wow, skating is easier and more fun without. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's the best. It's the best. So, you know, it's, it's that thing of like the, the hardest parts making the decision, right? Like that's, I think that's the, that's, the, that's the whole gig with it, right? The hardest part is committing to, making a decision and committing to it. Because once you've made a decision, everything will fall into place, dude. Yeah, that's that Robert Reefer. That stuff's weird with the. I, but I don't. I I want to say I don't think that's. I mean, I'd have to look at the video, dude. I might have. I think I don't think that's even a, was unusual for birthing. Maybe it was. I, I I don't remember my wife having one. I might have. Fake food, man. Yeah, yeah. They can't see clear, but it the the important part of from what I understanding of the birth thing is the immediate like contact with mom. That's where like that's where like that weird stuff in Australia where they took the baby from the mom as it was born because of the coof. Like that's diabolical. That's where you got it. Yeah, home birth snarly though. Like I like I was all about it. Before, look, I'll be like, when Al was born, dude, I'm stoked we weren't at home. So when we were in the, in the, in the hospital and he was getting ready to be born, we're in Santa Monica, UCLA, like the only space we occupied in this, the medical system, we had a rad doctor too. And, uh, they were like, she was in labor and she, and like every now and then it's like heart rate would drop. And the doctor's like, look, man, I think the way the heart rate's dropping is like whenever he's coming, like the umbilical, we think the umbilical cord's around his neck, dude. That's why his heart rate will drop when the contractions happen or whatever. I forget now. So he's like, look, this was gnarly, dude. So he was like, look, man, like you you, you two need to make a decision. Like we can do a C-section right now and get him out of there and it's all good and and or you can we can do the whole vaginal birth and the whole thing and, and we're like well which one's better so all right so so talk about decision making which one's better the the easy path was the c-section out but we were with the doc he's like of course vaginal birth's always the best and to, to, to do it naturally it's the whole thing dude he's like we we got it like but yeah you just need to know what's going on his umbilical cords wrapped around his neck every time there's a contraction it's tightening around his neck like we're going to need to like move this along a little bit. And, um, but you just need to make a decision as to what you want to do. Cause we'll, we'll open you up and take them out. 
And that, like, I'll tell you what, man, that was like me and my wife's first ever truly adult decisions, like together. Like we were in the, like he laughed. He's like, ah, oh, let me know. Like, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. And we're like, dude, what are we going to do, dude? We're like, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing vaginal birth, right? She's like, yeah, we're going to do, I'm like, she's like, it's kind of gnarly. I go, yeah, I go, but it's the, it's the healthier thing to do. Right. And, uh, so when he was born, dude, this like, it's pretty gnarly, dude. So when he was born, dude, he had his umbilical cord not wrapped once, but twice around his neck. And he came out a little blue, dude. And this is like something like, again, like you don't know till you go. If you had told me that, that, that an umbilical cord was like thicker than a fan belt, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about. I remember seeing when he came out, like in the umbilical cords, like around his neck, dude, it was so thick. It was so thick. I was like, whoa. And they, they just unlooped it like no big deal. They weren't even phased by it. And then they put him in the, the little, they had a, like a little NICU cart there. And they're like, all right. And it was, it was, I even tears me up thinking about how gnarly it was right now. So they took him, dude, and right, you know, undid him. And then we cut the umbilical cord really quickly and put him in the little NICU. And they got him like going, dude, because he was a little, he's a little blue. And, uh, I'm, I'm to this day, like, again, God intervenes, right? Like, yeah, like stoked. We didn't, we didn't do try to pull the thing at home. Cause I don't know if we would have pulled it off. We might've like, I'm sure the midwife, we had a gnarly, our friend was like a super gnarly au pair, whatever they called the midwives or whatever they're called doula. She's a gnarly doula dude to the celebrities. She's our buddy, dude. But she would have been, she would have handled all this. She delivered a thousand babies by now. But it was just one of those things where like, yeah, like I'm not against doctors and the hospitals and I'm against the payout scam, dude. I'm against the hustle. I love, I, I, I would wish doctors were free to make their own decisions, man. I really do. You know what's what's interesting? I know a number of midwives, Jane, that are that that six months ago were pro the whole blue side of this whole thing, and then the mandates came up, and they're like, "Nope," and f you, anyone trying to force me. Like, I don't think people quite understand is is the people that are pushing back were formerly like in the brainwash cult and being like, "Uh," uh-uh, and are like, "No, I don't think so." So. So the beauty of the whole thing was that that one hour window in the hospital where Al was born and the umbilical cords wrapped around his neck and the super cool nurses and the little bait, little NICU th- cart and like everything was fine, right? Was followed the next morning by Nurse Ratchet coming down into the uh, into the n- natal where the babies are kept, right? The baby room. And see, you have to know this to, to expecting parents. You have to know this is like they come in hot with the like with the uh, with the hepatitis stuff. Like, oh, we need to, you need to give them the hepatitis thing. And like and we're like, no, nah, we because we, you got to be ready because you're all worn out. You've been up for like two days, three days. You just went through this gnarly birthing thing and they come to you the next morning. and They're like, you we need to inject this stuff in your kid. And like. 
They don't send the nice nurse down there. This was like the full heavy-handed, gnarly one. And we're like, no. And she's like, well. And most people don't know because you hear hepatitis. It's like you literally need to be like like an intravenous drug user that's like fairly active or a prostitute to like fall into the risk category of that. And and meanwhile... (laughs) We're like, dude, we don't need that. Dude, kick rocks, dude. And she was like, no, you have to do it. I go, no, we don't. Because my wife was shot out. Like, she's just holding the baby. And, and uh, she's like, you got it. And I go, no, you don't. We don't have to do anything here, dude. We're not doing it, dude. And she's like, eh. Scurried away. Just, I never saw her again, dude. And, uh, and then, then right after that, so there's this thing with the, I think it's the colostrum. So like when the breast milk starts happening, there's this colostrum thing. So there's this first like window where they've gone from nutrition out of the, out of the umbilical cord. Right. And now they're waiting to, to suckle with mom and get, begin the thing. So there's this first batch of breast milk and I believe it's called the colostrum. I forget now. (sighs) let's just call it the first batch of breast milk is has this super gnarly dose of nutrients dude that that like they need because at first they're like sort of deficient on all the stuff and they they look a little colostrum is correct okay and they look a little like so my wife was like slowed it did like al didn't wasn't like johnny on it right off the bat it took him like three days and right at that like thing is he looked a little jaundicey. They'll look a little jaundicey, and like if you don't know, you get scared. You're like, oh my god, dude, we're at home, and we're like, dude, like he hasn't latched on yet, and he's looking a little yellow, and like, ah, uh, you know. And and our our doula friends, like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's no big deal, dude. And that's when I did all the research on the formula, dude, because I got a skit. It's like, uh. and that's when I did the thing, and my 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 uh, my doula's like. Don't, dude, don't even sweat it, dude. It's going to be fine, dude. So, but we got all like nervous and we had to go in for this, like, like a blood test right after for, and and it was like, that's the last time we've ever been back to the facilities. Just so you know, that was six plus years ago, dude. Like we've never seen a doctor since, (laughs) dude, except when he got his face stitched back up, dude. But Cause we went that step to the first time ever. Cause we were like all nervous and they're like, we got to do it like a blood test to make sure of this and that. And it was so traumatic. Like, cause they had to like get some, get a blood sample from him and from his foot, I think. And he was not having it, dude. And it was like, I, and it was sort of gnarly, dude. My wife's like, I'm never going back, dude. That was like the most horrible thing I've ever experienced. And it was sort of heavy handed. And I was like, yeah, I didn't like that at all. And that, and then like, like literally like right then, like he's like his whole demeanor changed because belly Rubin, that's the stuff, the belly Rubin, that's, thank you, Jane, the belly Rubin. Yeah, yeah, the belly Rubin, that's what it was, the belly Rubin, thank you. So, so it was. So, you know, we were just nervous, like, like you are, you, I don't think people on, I, everyone who's had a kid would understand is, is like, you just get nervous, dude. It's like, dude, I'll tell you the gnarliest moment in the car ever. So I'm, I get him in the, that's right when I bumped in, I'm leaving the hospital and I, that's when I bump into, uh, 
and do uh, Guy Mariano. And he had his child, right, when we had ours in the hospital. I bump into Guy. I'm getting ready to leave. Or he's leaving, whatever. And so I load up Al and my wife in the car, and we have our daughter with us. And I remember sitting in the car at the front of the hospital. Al's in there. He's like two days old, freshy. He's in like in the little pee in the giant baby seat, right? My wife shot out. My 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 uh, stepdaughter. She's just doing her thing, and I remember sitting there and being like, coming up, to, like leaving the hospital and like merging on, and just the white knuckle drive home, like, <gasps> like like the craziest thing I've ever done is is drive from the hospital to the home for the first. After that was gravy, but but it was. Uh, it was terrifying. It was the terrifying drive. And I'm like a gnarly good driver, like full Johnny driver guy. But it was like so hectic because it wasn't me. I was like, dude, I just don't want to get like I had to take the I had to take the PCH from Santa Monica to Rainbow Mountain. And like the PCH is a death trap, dude. So I was just like, ah, like I, if I could have if I could have taken a back way, I would have. There's no back way. And um so yeah, so we had this experience. So we so just so you know like our commitment to the thing. I can literally take owl. And this used to be more prevalent early on. Alright. I'll tell you this. Our neighbor had a child four months after we did our our immediate neighbor. They don't prescribe to the same reality we prescribe to. They they they're a big pharma. We would know every time the schedule happened because their kid would be losing their mind. It was, we, we knew. And we know, you know, we're not one to be like, oh, and this and that. Like, the, the, they live with their mom, who is our landlord. And she would be like, yeah, they just went in and got their, like, latest scheduled thing. And the kid would be like, nah, and, and he's off, dude. So, you know, like, he's not, he's not, like, clicked in dude he's permanently clicked out and uh so that was like firsthand like anecdotal reality right there so but i but but when i up until he when i was like a first baby the cognitive difference when i would put him with the child that had experienced big pharma night and day because the people that go roll with Big Pharma also have televisions hanging on their wall and Mountain Dew in their fridge and six packs of beer and ripping bong hits and doing all the stuff that you do when you don't take any responsibility for yourself. So Owl is a little baby. His cognitive delight in his eyes versus a kid that went the other route was noticeably different. Like he is noticeably different if you put him next to like one of the big pharma children, dude noticeably like i know you go you've all kind of grown up with him here or he's grown up with you like and he's just who he is but like when he's with other children you can spot the difference it's noticeable that he's not been raised with the tell they may maybe it's just the television i don't know but he, because he has never been like sat in front of a television and stared as childhood away and he's been fed healthy food and had two parents that love him and like a whole thing yeah he's been through his own journey with the fire and like the separation and all that kind of stuff but when i put him next to a child i can spot the difference i can spot him dude it's pretty interesting that larp was classic what what larp was that 
that we were LARPing when we LARP. Ah, wait. Anyway. I'm a big fan. Never seen him so cluttered. Cluttered. What are we... Who's a cluttered? Who's cluttered? I'm fully confused. Um... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we so everything we've done, we've tried to hedge our bet on the positive, dude, you know. So it's it's uh it's it's a good It's a good vibe, dude. Now nah, he's super like dude, the gnarly part is like is watching the in intuitiveness there's like it's it's not so much a smart thing i don't know if it's a smart thing it's intuitiveness dude like his intuitiveness is what i always strikes me as like he intuitively can like negotiate stuff he did something the other day that i was totally tripping on dude where i was like whoa dude like how did you like huh He had a typo, good guy. Did the typo? I was like, "Whoa, what was that, dude?" No, no, it's it's that thing of 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 to to watch. Like, there's this intuitive thing that you see. It's and it's not a. It's not about being smart because he's super. It's intuitiveness. It's it's this thing. I I see it a lot in the math when he does like math, like. So his spirit has not been squashed. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. I mean, you know, I do my I do my fair share of that. Like I that that's the thing that I cause like a I think sometimes when you see me uptight on, on here a little bit, it's cause I've been I've been a little bit of a spirit squasher on my little dude. Like it's sort of gnarly being a dad and just, you know, you make mistakes constantly, dude. I wish I could be like perfect, but I fail constantly, dude. Yeah, it's gnarly, dude. Ryan Line, my son was born in a hospital all natural right after they wanted. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Robert Reefer. Like, I don't do any of that. I have a friend of mine who's totally like, so I have this, these friends, right? They're totally awake. They're super awake about food stuff, right? And all this other stuff, and yet they let their child sit in front of the, the like a big screen, dude. And I'm like, dude, that's whoa, bro. And we're a little bit more lax about the food stuff, but we don't do the screens. I, you got to pick your battles, dude. That that's more. I I respect they're they're beautiful people. I respect their diligence on the food thing. I we're a little bit cut corners, and not that we ever do the. Uh, like their the GMO stuff, but you know we get a little lazy on it, dude. You you can work your way around it, dude. <laughs> you can get those those cauliflower crackers sure come in handy. <laughs> so it's you know, I for me it's a, the the screens a more toxic thing than than the food on a certain level. But we don't eat the bad food either. But we don't we're not as pure as we could be. Anyway, ibuprofen, the wonder drug, dude, right? 
Stay away from the acetaminophen. Oh, here, here's the timekeepers and tell me I'm done. What up, bird? What? Who's that? Oh, uh, sure. Why? What for? Yeah. Okay. Sure. We can work on it. We got church tomorrow. Don't forget. Sunday school with Levi and Jackson. Wait. Tomorrow's a Halloween? No. Tomorrow's just Sunday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, dude, um, I'm going to get going here, dude. Went extra innings, dude. So, uh, again, this is a crowdfunded reality. If you want to support the channel, there's an Etsy link down below. There's Squeak the Crypto and um, Cash, PayPal, Mail, 30765 PCH, number 523, Malibu, California, 90265. Are you a big fan of Dinosaur Jr.? No, but I like that song. Light bulb or lightning bulb or whatever it is. Nah, Dinosaur Jr. is a little bit too depressing for me. On that note, and... Uh, we are going on to the uh, next episode. So have a beautiful day, and um, I'll be uploading that video from eight years ago. See, that's the thing, like, I always like that the, the music people, like, they ask, and then they're like, huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> but that, that would be like you, that would be me, like me being like, so why don't you like, why don't you like Journey? Don't stop believing street lights, people. You know what I mean? Like, that's for me. Just like, like, dude, Dinosaur Jr. works for you, dude. Good, 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 man. Yeah, I find them to be... Sh I don't think they're, like, depressing like that. I find their music to be very... I don't see that's why I don't that's why I generally don't talk about music like that like no more kings it's just I don't want to spoil your trip you know what I mean like you dig them that's awesome dude I like that one song light bulb dude I yeah music's totally subjective but I find that the weird thing about the music thing on the way out the door is this is that is that if you want like a critical analysis of it all you got you can't be emotional about it right People are like, oh, dude, because like, like it's that thing of, of like, part of it is it's your own just personal like enjoyment. And then someone's like, eh, that, and then you're like, huh? Like, it's, it's like, like that weird thing that I had to go through with the Grateful Dead, right? Like when I stumbled into the whole CIA and all that stuff connection, it like, it kind of soured me for a while. You know what I mean? Where I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's that's fair enough. No more kings, dude. But we'll do a music thing one day, dude. Here, but but on the, uh, hey, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Look, <laughs> okay, it's it's like uh, it's like some of the 
I don't even want to get into it all right now. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna cut out on that. It's just too too much. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like I like it. I like the Velvet Underground with Nico. Femme Fatale is a great song, dude. <laughs> I'm out of here later. Uh, cancel.